Hey y'all, we're here for another episode of Truth Carpet. Yeah. With your besties. Yeah. I'm Yaski yeah. and this is Moni and we're yeah. sipping on Love Lao's tea. Bow. Literally no tea in front of us. No tea. Yeah, no mug <laughs> tea today. But hey y'all, welcome back for another episode. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your ear, another day. Mm-hmm. Hooray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hooray. Hey. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> welcome we y'all here. for the third time we here yes episode seven of season four <laughs> what's up sorry y'all this is the driest welcoming <laughs> i don't know what to i don't know what to say let's blush let's blush now it's wet <laughs> oh my god uh, my cheeks hurt now Okay, so let's start with our check-in. How are you doing, Moni? I'm great. I feel wonderful. You want to know why? Because it's nice outside. Yeah, it's nice and warm outside. Like, it's been some nice-ass days to be outside. Yeah, you see your outfit? Right. It's giving... It's giving cha-cha-cha. Skin is out because the sun is out, and it feels real good. Sky is beautiful. The, The... the buds are budding. Oh man, so many flowers are blooming. You know what I'm saying? Allergies is popping. You know, <laughs> it's a beautiful time of the year. And I'm like, if this is just a hint as to what summer will feel like, it's about to be a hot ass summer. Yeah, it's Anytime about to be swim. a hot ass summer because it's only been like in the 70s. And it's like, wow, when this I, feels amazing. When I texted you the other day, it was 60 something. And it was hot. How but was there was no rain? clouds either. Yeah. It was it was really, really beautiful outside. But anything else aside from the weather? Aside I'm just excited weather, about the weather. No, the weather is making me excited and hopeful. And it's blooming outside. So I'm blooming and glowing. It's just a great time to be outside. So I'm about to be outside. So when you see me on the socials, mind your business when you see me outside every day because I'm getting my mental health one. <laughs> it's still May. It's still Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah, taking some mindfulness walks in this beautiful ass weather is what I'm going to do. Okay? Period. Yeah, it is really nice, though. I really, really like this time of year, especially when seeing, like, all the flowers blooming. That that makes me happy. I'm the weird friend if you didn't notice. If you're watching and didn't notice, I just have to let you know. <laughs> I'm excited to... Uh, I've been happy recently, except the other day when my stomach was hurting really, really badly. It's better now, not 100%, but better. But, but, I'm excited to ride a bicycle. Bicycle? I did it, I think only once last year in July. And you have a bike? No, we did city, oh. city park, city bikes, whatever it's called, city bike. I think it was that, in uh, Prospect Park. And it was... It was fun, but nerve-wracking at the same time because it was like, I haven't ridden a bike in so long. and But the bike had gears. And I never, at least I don't remember. Maybe I just always <laughs> had my bike set and I don't know how to use the gears, but I didn't know how to use the gears. And then, you know, there were hills inside the park and then other bikers, like, with the outfits and everything. With on, the outfits. Like, they got the little booty pads on their butt. Like, they knew what they was doing with the sunglasses. They were out there going fast and like honking at me, like move over kind of thing. So like stuff like that, it felt like I was a new driver again, but I look forward to doing it again because this is the perfect weather for it. I don't like doing it when it's too hot. Yeah. So even though I said July, it wasn't really, really scorching hot that day. And sometimes, you know, biking, you cool off because you're going in the wind if you're going fast mm-hmm. enough. But yeah, just like. 
biking and different other activities as well too like it was really nice being outside um with a friend and their friends this weekend and just like being beautiful like it was just so nice to wear like it wasn't planned but everybody had on spring colors and like just like melanin just like flourishing in the springtime <laughs> like it, it just feels so good and I think what makes it more exciting is it wasn't expected like we've been having all this rain and storms and everything mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like son is that you like this is beautiful right washing away all that stuff yeah bringing in that new new yeah. okay I needed yeah. to wash away that pollen because my allergies at first were like horrible they're okay now like my eye it's just but Aside from some things, I want to take my eyes out and put them to the side. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just the nose, put that down, the throat, everything. But right now, I'm stabilized. Like I don't have to use my allergy pill every day like I did last month. Yeah, see, that makes me want to think about the last time I rode a bike. I don't know. Now I'm like, maybe I should go ahead and have my ass on a city bike (laughs) and ride around through the park. Yeah, I ain't thinking about dusting off my skates. Yeah, getting back on my skates. Rolling through the park with my skates, everything <laughs> on the, the basketball court on my skates, cause I got skates, <laughs> and it's that time of the year to be back outside on my skates. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that too. And hopefully, I can actually learn right to be com- more comfortable on the skates and actually learn how to use my muscles to go backwards. Like that was so hard for me. You did good. I, I did my best. best. <laughs> but it was like my little this is so hard. I'm not. I'm not moving. I'm not going backwards. Like, I know how it's supposed to be done, but my body is yeah. not doing it. So, like, it really takes a lot of work. So, kudos to all those people who know how to skate really well out there. Kudos to those people who have bikes. Kudos to Lyft, making it possible for me to be able to rent bikes yeah. so I could it's gonna be, ride around. It's going to be lit. They get it. I'm excited. It ain't mine, but I'm lit. It's going to be in the summertime, like. It's gonna be really lit because it's gonna be so hot. It's gonna—I feel like the sun is just gonna be melting. Okay. It's gonna be lit, literally. Do you have anything planned for the summer? Family vacation—that's the only thing really planned right now. And Beyonce going to see Bay, going to see Beyonce in Toronto. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, family (laughs) vacation to where we going? Australia, Alaska, Alaska. That's nice. Family vacation cruise. For 10 days and Beyonce. That's the only thing I have planned for the summer right now. Yeah. But that's Beyonce's Beyonce is my only plan too. And it's exciting because every time like I mention it or like something comes about, I'm finding out more and more people are going. Cause I think last time I think she had I could be wrong, but I feel like she probably had one in New York and Jersey, but now it's just Jersey. So New Yorkers are coming to Jersey and one of our friends, I'll tell you after the recording, um, from the Midwest is coming to um to Jersey oh, to that country too. So I'm like, okay, like this is exciting. Like it's it's not just the people that I booked with, it's gonna be more people like we need to have a Beyonce party. Right. What a party. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, Beyonce party with the concert. Yeah, that would be so much that fun. Sounds like fun. So I'm excited <laughs> about that for the summer. Other than that, I don't have any like big plans. Maybe relaxing, because you know I'll be off for the summer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be over. It's already June. <laughs> throw it in my face summer break okay can I get an amen I'm looking out there. and all the teachers out there amen we need a break we deserve it we are well deserving I'm looking forward to that too honestly because that means I can get I can leave home later and still get to work on time because there's less traffic 
like when kids go to school i don't know it just seems like there's so much traffic yeah and then the parking by my job is like horrible so that won't be an issue because the teachers aren't coming to work so i can find better parking i'm gonna pay for parking oh do you get summer fridays at your job do y'all do summer fridays like you get off early on fridays during the summer i can't talk about that on the mic (laughs) (laughs) fridays are a thing at some companies like some companies give you summer fridays where you get off early on fridays i one of my jobs has summer fridays technically my job does not have summer fridays Have a good day. Maybe they should implement <laughs> Summer Fridays. I don't know. Summer Fridays are a good thing. There's ways to celebrate the summer. Summer every day will be a good thing. Done. Summer every day. <laughs> Let us know. Does your job have Summer Fridays? If not, you should petition for Summer Fridays. I think it's a great incentive for employees to have Summer Fridays. Get off a little early. Or maybe at least two Fridays off a month or something, you know? I would like to go to Atlantic City and gamble some this summer i actually want to do that i haven't been to atlantic city yet i want to check it out i want to check go. it out i've never been yet and that's definitely on my list of things to do so atlantic city here we come <laughs> yeah, i think that's pretty much it for our check-in yeah it Ready is for mm-hmm. our rundown bada bing bada boom you know i'm about to give it to you so today in today's show for episode eight of truth carpet season four We are going to be in the icebreaker answering the question, when do you feel most comfortable with yourself? You know, it's still in in spring, you know, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. So we're going to be breaking down what we do to feel most comfortable with ourselves. In tweet two, two, three, I'm about to be dropping you with a little piece, another throwback one from back in the day. Then we're going to head over into the hot topic segment. We are talking about spring cleaning, okay? What it does for your mental health, what it does for you physically, different tips and tricks on spring cleaning. What do we do for spring cleaning? Okay, let's jump into this conversation, okay? Because spring cleaning is just more than physical, all right? We're going to talk about that. Then heading on over into our door story segment, we are going to be giving you 10 questions to ask yourself during spring cleaning to help you decide what to keep, what to get rid of, out with the old, in with the new, things of that nature. And then heading on over to the announcement segment where there is something for everyone. Make sure you tune in so you don't miss out on nothing. All right? So that's the rundown for today. So now we're going to head on over into the icebreaker. She's still shy with it. Oh, dang. I actually got a Moroccan for you, too. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Thank you, best friend. We're back. And I gave her my word. <laughs> Thank you, mommy. Thank you. So for our icebreaker segment, we are asking each other. Yeah. When do you feel most comfortable with yourself? When I'm naked. Oh. <laughs> That's not my answer. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because I know two people right. who like to walk around their apartments naked. I just, there are nudists out there, you know? There are nudists out there. I'm not one of them. So, I can start if you don't mind. Would you do that, though? Like, you, like you had your own uh, apartment, no, like, like uh, even if it was like a sky ride, you'd like to see my own apartment. I walked around naked in my own apartment. Uh, like, no underwear at all? It's- hmm. Been in the bathroom, like, oop, forgot to grab a little something, had to do, do, do. But, like, I mean, like, just, like, throughout the day, like, no clothes on at all. I've done that before. I mean, it's your own space, your own apartment. Like, especially, ooh, in L.A. in the summertime, it's real cold. 
But yeah, I've done that before. I don't think it's odd. I don't think it's odd to do that though, especially when you live by yourself, mm-hmm. you know, or just in a robe, flaunting all of your greatness, you know. What's <laughs> wrong with that? Let a high vapor. Anywho, um, I feel most comfortable with myself when I'm consistent with my daily routine. And I think it just says something to, I don't know what it what it does to me mentally, but like when I fall off of doing something, it just makes me feel completely different. So like my morning meditation, making my bed, um, listening to my music in the morning, coming home after work, lighting a candle or, you know, um, an incense or anything like essential oils, letting something burn in the room, um, taking a shower to wash off the day after work, like just there's just certain things in my routine that I have to do to just make me feel complete. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's when I feel most comfortable with myself, just maintaining a certain routine that keeps me mentally stable so I don't feel like I'm going crazy. Because <laughs> um, sometimes that even includes, I just, it just depends on my day-to-day and my week-to-week, but I might replace my meditation with journaling or I might replace it with, coloring I think it just depends on what I want to do in order to relax but the most consistent thing is starting my day off with music and ending my day with washing the day off of me and um playing um I play music when I come home as well and light my candle or my essential oils like to help me unwind for the day so it's like in the morning I'm playing like music to get me hyped to wake me up by the time mm-hmm. I come home I'll probably tone it down to just R&B or some jazz music to help me unwind for the evening. <laughs> That's interesting because I don't I'm the opposite I don't like hype music in the morning like I love listening to listening to um, segments on the radio stations when I do listen to the radio but once I hear like something that I feel like quote unquote is not appropriate I know there's no such thing but for me <laughs> This song is not appropriate for the morning. Like I switched to 107.5 or something like that. Like slow it down a little bit. I just don't want to be sleepy. <laughs> yeah. So that's it's it's just funny or interesting for me that we're the opposite in that way. Yeah. Unless it's a Saturday morning, but if it's like a work morning. Work morning, she has to keep it tuned out. I listen to gangster music on my work work. What's up? But <laughs> I'ma have a good day. Or I ain't tristin' today. Hey. That's a good morning today. song though. Yeah, it's all upbeat music. I can't do slow jams in the morning. <laughs> Even gospel. I listen to gospel in the morning, but I can't listen to the slow gospel song. I, like, I gotta be the upbeat. Everybody say it doesn't matter the genre. It's gotta be upbeat in the morning. Okay. Okay. Uh, my simple answer was I feel more com- most comfortable with myself when I'm in my bed with the blankets on me slanted to my left hand side with the tv on but i'm not watching because i'm playing the game you on my phone games on your phone <laughs> i love to play the games on my phone that's that's why i'm most comfortable because i feel like in those moments i don't feel like i'm overthinking about anything else whether it's love love related whether it's my nine to five related whether it's dating related whether it's family related anything like that it's just like i'm in my own little yaya land like even though the TV is on and I keep rewinding because I'm like, I'm supposed to be watching this show, but I'm in my game. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I just like to get lost in whatever I'm doing. 
on the left side of my bed, turn to my left side. Specifically the left side. Yes. Leaning on the left side. Don't forget the left. Yes. Right. But left. sometimes I prop myself up. I put like my uh, memory foam pillow behind me and I lay like this and I feel a little bit like an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> but the interesting thing is, so the games that I have, which takes me to the more intricate part that you have said, um, the games that I have are always... Um, like like for your mind mm-hmm. um so i got onto those because i'm not a person even how much i want to be i'm not a person that wakes up and meditate mm-hmm. or listen to soft things to like wake up my mind the birds are out there chirping but i don't listen to that i am i i wake up and i grab my phone and i play a mind provoke like a thing that's going to wake my mind my brain up so right now that game is Sudoku. And it's funny because I always looked at my mom like, why do you want to play this number game? Like, it's so weird. Like, what's going on here? How do you even figure out what goes in what box? And now I'm finding myself doing that. Like, I'm growing into my mom. Even some years ago, it was, uh, she read, read books and I hated reading books. But now that's also for me now one thing that I enjoy doing. So sometimes if I catch myself watching TV too much, then I felt I felt comfort in reading like reading a book, even if it's a chapter or a certain amount of pages that day, just to like, like I said in the, the question of the month or the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, that I like to create the images in my own mind. But my my comfort, uh, like the whole day, not just a specific thing, is the same as yours, just like having a set thing that I do. And it, it's not every day, I can't say, because my schedule now is different because sometimes I have clients late at night so I wake up the next morning late, so I can't have that same, like, before it was smoothie while I'm driving, and this while I'm doing that, and this, 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 this. and now it can't be that, because now I'm waking up later the next day, and now I missed my smoothie time, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to, like, rebalance in that way, but when I do feel off, when I do feel knocked off my schedule, I don't feel comfortable, and, yeah. like, my mind goes crazy. The same thing, when I have so much laundry, or my space looks a mess, I feel knocked off, so I have to bounce back, but yeah. Left side of the bed, turn to the left, TV on, game. That's what I feel like. <laughs> the background noise. <laughs> We're wasting electricity. <laughs> this might be thinking something, too, that I want to add to my my regimen of things that I have, coloring books, journaling, things like that, word search puzzles. Because you were talking about, like, being on your phone. I hate being, like, doing stuff on my phone. First mm-hmm. of all, it's just, the, like, having the screen to my face and having to do things. Mm-hmm. So, like, which is why I need to get a new iPad, because... I prefer if I'm going to do something like that. I rather like I usually play. I used to play games all the time on my iPad opposed to my phone, mm-hmm. and then word search. But like sometimes just having that physical, just paper in your hand. I got to give me some word search, Oops. word search books now. So yeah. yeah, I miss. I actually miss doing those. They're actually a lot of fun for me, and it's a way to like to concentrate and mm-hmm. learn new words. Yeah, I used to do that with my <laughs> with my coworker, but we didn't like play together. We just like looked at each other's phone like who had the most points mm. but that was my thing at one point a word search and then it was like this little cashier thing like just like different games that like spark my brain so right now I'm stuck on Sudoku we'll see by July if I'm on another game <laughs> yeah. all right and that is our icebreaker let us too early oh sorry <laughs> let us know <laughs> in the comments um what you 
do when you're feeling most comfortable or how do you feel most comfortable with yourself we would love to know what it is that you want to do in your world okay and so it's find the conversation let us know let us know how you flow. hey i like that let us know how you flow and now we about to go into sweet two two three i was about to say now you could <laughs> let's go Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sweet 223, where you will be seduced by me with a piece that I have that is technically a TBT. It's not Thursday, but I wanted it to rhyme. Anyway, <laughs> this is a throwback from the collections of poems when I was a teenager called A Teenage Heart. If you've tuned in before, you've heard a piece from one of these. They usually don't have a title. It's usually like poem number 12. But this one actually has a title and it's the last one in the series and it's entitled Survival. Here we go. Lessons learned from a lesson given, feeling imprisoned by the bars of life, hard to escape and constantly watching your back because others are watching you, it's true. This is not TV, it's real, call it reality. No way to change the channel when you get tired of another. You gotta face it with open eyes. Truths and lies surround you, no place to hide. Feels like paparazzi, your business no longer yours. Exploring for solutions to maintain identity, self-sanity and self-worth. Thinking what's the point of living if you're going to get hurt. And trying to survive gets hard while pain pierces your soul. All is eliminated, nobody cares, no one to hold while your tears transform into waterfalls nonstop, causing one to drown. The storm is never over. The drought is yet to come. But to survive through it all is a lesson learned from a lesson given, being imprisoned by the bars of life. Thank you. <laughs> that felt uh, like a lot. It felt um, heavy and light at the same time. Mm -hmm. Uh, it made me feel like the person was given a life and they're trying to figure it out but they don't know which way to go because there's no trust there's confusion all the way up, all around them Um, they can't hide away from it because then they're not living life it's it, it really it, it feels heavy <laughs> Life is a lot. Yeah. Especially it, as a teenager. Think from the perspective of a teenager where like you want to grow out of this phase, but you're still technically a child, but you're still close to being an adult. But of course, you're not respected as one because there's still much, so much growing and learning that you have to do. I don't want you in my business, but I understand why you have to be in my business. But there's just some things that I just want to keep to myself. I don't want to tell all of my business. But if I tell you my business, I don't want you to tell my auntie or my uncle. Mm -hmm. Like... <laughs> It's just, um, yeah, um, from the series of poems that I wrote, it was all between the ages, I want to say between 16 and 18. Um, I'm sorry, that wasn't meant to <laughs> put it down. <laughs> down. <laughs> um, but this one specifically, as far as 
I remember writing it. This was the first poem I ever wrote where I started it and I ended it with same. the same line. Yeah. That's the first time I ever tried to do that. I don't know where I got the inspiration from, but as I was writing it, I remember that like the beginning and the end, it just, it felt like kind of, they kind of blend. Like you start life one way, you end it one way, and then the in-between can be a blur. Like mm -hmm. we start our lives as a child and essentially by the end of it, as an older person you kind of repeat being like having to be taken care of as a child not being able to do things for yourself so mm -hmm. it's like we go through this cycle of growing and learning and it kind of goes like that um just the the cycle of what our lives look like but then the in-between is just it's blurred lines like getting an understanding of like what you know based on what you learned from someone else like I can take your advice and put it into my own perspective it's a matter of like how I take that advice how I want to have it implemented into yeah. my life um so yeah topsy-turvy whirlwind of life trying to just figure it all out and navigate through this this crazy crazy world <laughs> crazy it is mm -hmm. the bars of life in prison by the bars of life survival we all are in some kind of bars very true Unfortunately, thanks for sharing. Yes. <laughs> oh, such a selfish so We are survivors. We ain't gonna give up. We ain't gonna stop. We gonna work harder. Okay, Destiny. Thanks for sharing your poem with us. <laughs> I'm gonna do it like that every time. Oh God! Gotta shake from the top down. Oh my god, she's starting to sound like a tambourine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, how does it work? It sounds like Okay, that was time for our sweet. No, just, this, see, see what happens? See what happens when you distract the brain with the shaking of the Moroccan? You just mixed up the flow. I know. Yo, that is the end of sweet two two three let us know what you think about the piece yes and while you think about that we're going to head on over into our hot topic segment you want to take us away yes <laughs> hot topic. whoa wow do you need something to drink no. that's your throat dry <laughs> <laughs> i was trying not to laugh okay hold on <laughs> Wow, I, I think we might just have to transition on this. Hot topics. We're in a hot topic segment. We're in a hot topic segment. Yeah. Still trying to find a segment song. Welcome to our hot topic segment with Molly and I will be talking about spring cleaning. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are in spring officially. The weather is breaking. It's now the months are now understanding that April showers bring May flowers. Oh yes, and they are definitely blooming. Yes, it's gonna rain though, but while we're sleeping. But we're happy to have the <laughs> sunshine. So there's like this thing, you know, that people know around this time that you go into your closets and some people go into their gutters and they clean them out. Yes. 
all that mess. Yes, but why? <laughs> why? How did spring cleaning become a team? How? How did it? Are you going to tell them or am I? Moni, let the people know. Beautiful. So, most research, ooh, researchers, <laughs> I need water. <laughs> Yo. Are you okay? What's wrong with you today? Okay. Let me try this again. <clears throat> Most researchers trace spring cleaning origin to the Persian New Year, which coincidentally falls on the first day of spring. During this time, the entire house is cleaned. Apart from this, some suggestions predict that spring cleaning dates to the ancient Jewish practice of cleaning before Passover, which is also a springtime festival. The religious beliefs aside, after the 18th century, most people in wet and continental climates prefer to clean and dust during March. The reason it is is that it's often warm enough during March to open the doors and windows and the wind can carry dust out of the house. Apart from this, it is not warm enough for insect problems. So, a little info from DallasMaids.com about history of spring cleaning. Why is it done in the spring? It all makes sense. And two things that come to mind is <clears throat> when you saying that it's the Persian New Year, mm -hmm. I know some people who, um, including myself, like to clean for the New Year. Like, mm -hmm. it's a new year. I want to start off well so everything dusted off, old food thrown out. You know, different traditions, walk into the house with uh, money in your pocket, like different things. Yeah. So cleaning is a part of that uh, for me. Um, and then also one thing that was mentioned was... <clears throat> Um, you know, the religious belief in the cultures who uh, practice this. Mm -hmm. I always thought, because of how hard they go on social media about, like, why they clean, whether it's New Year or spring cleaning in general, I thought it was like a, if I was going to read about a culture that came up with it, like Caribbeans, because they always <laughs> talk about, like, how you have to get on your hands and knees with the washcloth and clean the, the baseboards boards and the, did you wash your walls and stuff like that so I would have thought they would have been in the mix but this is really interesting to find out uh you know where why we call it spring cleaning and why this time of year I honestly just thought it was from the quote April showers bring May flowers and you mm -hmm. wash out the old and bring in the new that's honestly what I thought it was yeah plus the tradition of having to do it at home every single year yeah <laughs> that was too um like as a kid that was a tradition for our family too i'm, I'm trying to look at the note like <laughs> all right so let's go to the next one how did you get into or learn about spring cleaning and why is this a thing for you if it is so as i just said it's something that i learned growing up as far as like not just cleaning because cleaning was like a thing we did on the weekends but like literal a deep clean like um it, it literally just like I said it felt like I with the old in with the new clothes you can't fit no more what are we donating um everybody pitching in on a little something something where there was a matter of like buying new things like what's old that we're not using anymore kitchen supplies um deep cleaning the carpet I know my mom used to do that like deep clean the carpet um yeah it was it was definitely something that I, I learned I learned growing up as far as like getting getting everything out and making everything feel like it was it's fresh I think at one point we we're also like getting rid of like books and toys we don't use anymore like things that you're outgrowing as we're getting older as 
children you grow out of things real quick so it's definitely around that time we're getting rid of stuff bringing new stuff mm -hmm. and um yeah especially with the toys and a lot of them we didn't want to let go of but like yeah. you're not you don't need this no more get to somebody else that can use it more yeah <laughs> some of those things we definitely want to hold on to but I think as an adult the reason why I continue doing it is for me it's good for my mental health like just cleaning out my space and making it smell good and feel good so um, I think I mentioned this before too, as far as like spring is feeling like the start of a new. So in the springtime, that's also when I annually change my my uh, my bed cover. I kind of I kind of change my bed covers in the season. So I wash them, mm -hmm. but I change the whole set uh, when it's a new a new season. So it kind of ties into that too, just a new different vibe. So you learned about it from your mom. Yeah, mom, grandmother. <laughs> yeah but learned it at home as a child something that we did every day pretty sure my mother still does it was the same for me learning from my family uh didn't think of mace uh april showers bring me flowers or anything i just knew that this was something that my family did and then learned about oh other people family do it too okay cool that's exciting whatever but uh it was pretty much the same thing more focused on um I mean, I guess it was a, growing up, it was an adult thing that they swept, mopped, washed things down, painted the mm. walls. Like, we would get the brush and sometimes help, but I didn't, as a kid, I just saw that thing, sorry, saw that as things that grown-ups did, but my duty was to go try on clothes or see what I didn't want anymore and mm. put that into a pile, and then the stuff that I did want, it goes in there, but we're about to go shopping for new stuff or whatever. At a certain age, it became new uniforms, but right. <laughs> uh, toys, um, little knickknack, hair accessories, because I was, my mom was big into barrettes and all that stuff. But basically, out with the old and with the new situation and also trying to like buckle down, but that was always hard to buckle down because then you find new things to replace right. it. <laughs> um, the thing that was hard like you said was finding what to donate because you become so attached to these things but um what helped me to get rid of some things or give it away was uh I guess I can't say bullying but things that's talked about at school so like kids will say oh you still play with a dog baby <laughs> or you still got this and they never knew that it was me I had these things but I just went home and said well, I don't want any more Barbie dolls. Because, <laughs> like, my mom, I'm pretty sure she'll tell me, like, you don't, like, same thing you said, you don't need this doll baby anymore. You don't need that or whatever. But I kind of figured my mom, too, is probably the one that will let me phase out. Because mm -hmm. I do know that, like, I got rid of a lot of my Barbie dolls. But I held on to some of them. But my friends did not know. And I went to church this one time, and it was a Barbie doll under the tree for, like, the Secret Santa thing. And it was for me. And I was so embarrassed because everybody was laughing, like, who got a Barbie doll for Christmas? And I was one of them laughing, like, who got a Barbie doll? <laughs> Trying to find out my mom told the person that I like Barbie dolls. And I was like, Mom, I'm not too big for Barbie dolls. Why are you telling She's like, well, I know that you like them. And I had a Barbie blanket and everything, but that was not for the world to know. <laughs> but it did, other than that, like, things like that did help me to, like, okay, it's time for me to let go. But even now at this age, it helps me to, when I'm spring cleaning, specifically clothes when I'm getting rid of things I'm giving it to somebody that I know so I always like give it to one specific person is in my mind but I can think of um, some others 
then I'll give it to them first. And then if they don't want it or can't fit it, then I'll pass it to like, um, like find somewhere to donate it to because mm-hmm. I don't want anything that I once valued to like just be thrown in the trash. Unless it got a stain under the armpit or something <laughs> like that. Like if I wouldn't want anybody to pass right. it down to me, I'm not pass that by you to anybody else. Yeah. Um, how do you go about spring cleaning? <sighs> I I break it down week by week because I don't I don't clean during the week. I only do it on the weekend. So I make a plan for myself. Like this weekend, I'm gonna focus on taking all of my winter stuff out of the closet and putting it under the bed and taking all my spring stuff under the bed and putting it in the closet like doing a clothes swap yeah I pick another weekend and actually try on stuff or even look through my stuff to be like I mean I don't I don't think this gonna hit me I don't, I don't want this um <laughs> create space for me to actually try clothes on but even see if there's clothes that I still even like or want to donate um I even I'll even like I, I literally have to go through everything because the way that my room is now because now I'm in New York and my room is so small I have several bins I have to go through I gotta go through my sweaters I gotta go through my workout clothes and my lounge clothes I gotta go through my spring clothes and my winter clothes so it just the process just takes a little longer than I would like but it is very helpful for me um because then it helps me to figure out like what I actually what I really and truly need and what I can truly let go of. Because sometimes I be thinking, oh, I need to buy XYZ. It ain't like, no girl, no, you don't. <laughs> you got one right here. It's no truly for And me. then I'll be, um, when I'm, when I do a deep clean in my room, I usually find something that I've been wanting to, <laughs> that I forgot to look for. And I was like, I can't find it. I find stuff that I thought was missing mm-hmm. somewhere else. Like, I was looking for this. Damn, what? let me know this is where you was chilling um and yeah that that's really much the process as far as like my my personal space like really going through all of my stuff and even most recently I've decided that I'm going to start going through my books as much as I really really love my books some of the books I just feel like I could possibly let go of I I'm a hoarder of books at the moment and um (laughs) this is for the first time I'm actually going to go through my books and see which ones I want to donate (laughs) making yeah making space for other books to that I could add to my to my collection um so yeah and I think for the first time um hired someone to come in and do a deep clean which was nice as far as like the common areas in the bedroom and then me just being able to focus on like all of my personal things as far as the deep clean for myself was very very helpful so I think might start doing it once a month have somebody come in and get to scrubbing on the <laughs> on everything yeah it's, it's actually it was very uh nice and refreshing especially after it was done and I came home and I was like ah oh, smells so clean and I didn't have to do it that was a nice luxury <laughs> yeah everyone who I've heard had uh cleaners come over they've said the same thing so I do look forward to hiring. Right now, I've never hired anyone mm-hmm. to do cleaning. Either I do it in my own effort or I do it with um, another person. Um, but I've never hired anybody. And I think, which I've heard people say this battle before, is for me, I like it's an activity for me too. And I yeah. just assume that nobody can do it like I can. Like I, This is a part of cleaning too, laundry. Hate doing laundry. Let me take that back. <laughs> I enjoy the process of organizing and separating my clothes, putting it into the load, having it washed, 
If I have to come back and put it in the dryer and then take it out and then fold it and then put it somewhere, that's the part I don't like. Like the part of figuring out where this needs to go. Even though I had a home before, I forgot because I probably bought something new to replace it. And now I'm like, I don't know where to put these clothes. But I've done that, I think maybe twice or three times before. I had my clothes laundered and they don't fold the way that I need my clothes to be mm. folded or they don't uh, not dry certain items that I don't like dry. So, like, that's the hard part. Maybe when I reach this certain fruition in life, um, I'll be able to have somebody that knows how I like my stuff washed and dried, come to my house and do it for me. But right now, that's going to be something that I have to just get okay with holding my clothes. But, <laughs> uh, so right now, regarding spring cleaning, um, it's not like a family or household activity that we do together mm -hmm. because there is the same spring cleaning, but there's also throughout the year there's like cleaning that we do um, to make sure that it's always clean. You know, just yeah. try to keep things up. Um, for me specifically, I find that I've never been pregnant, never had a baby or anything like that, but I'm always finding myself nesting. Like I and I know that my cycle is about to start when I'm like, oh my god, I need to hurry up and do my laundry, or <laughs> I need like I'll like drop something on the floor, right? And then I'll get on my hands and knees to pick it up, and I say, dang, these baseboards are dirty. And I'll go to the bathroom and get a rag and start scrubbing. Like I remember one time downstairs, I was like, this was some years ago. I was scrubbing the baseboards all around the whole house downstairs, and I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm just scrubbing away, and it was no way around spring or anything. It's just like. So one of the questions was, is this an annual thing or mm -hmm. just something that you do? I pay attention, I guess, more like, oh, that I'm cleaning. I'm trying yeah. to do things in the spring, but it's just something that I'm, every month I find myself getting rid of something or, you know, cleaning something because I think it could be overwhelming as one single person or even two people trying to maintain um, a house. And one day or even a weekend when you have other things to go on too, it's a lot. Yeah. Opposed to if you have a family where everybody has a role. Okay, little Peter's going to sweep in. Molly's going to mop in. This person's going to do the dishes and sort through which dishes that you do or want. Everybody's going to have their bedrooms. Like, you know, like giving everybody yeah. a task opposed to just two people or one person. That's a lot. Yeah, that's why for me, that's why I got to break it up by weekends. <laughs> I'm going to do it by every weekend. It's just me by myself. So it's like, just creating a schedule of what I'm going to get done when, because I definitely can't do it all in one day. I'm not going to tie myself out. Why? <laughs> but regarding the clothes, I used to be the flip-flopper person where, like, I would, you heard the most yes. <laughs> where I would, like, okay, it's springtime, spring and summertime, I'll put my spring and summertime in my closet, and then winter time, you know, swap out my closet. But that became a lot for me. So now I try to keep everything that's like every no matter what time of the year it's in my closet and then the heavier stuff like big sweaters and sweat sweatsuits and stuff like that are in my bucket because I don't really wear that stuff as much mm. so I can just go in and pull it out when I need to I'm also trying to train myself and prepare for when I move into a new home because the home that I have right now my closet is big and I know when I move into like I have my in my head I set for a old like a old bones home and those homes don't come with big closets mm -hmm. so like even though I like I would love to plan to change a bedroom into a closet to have a walk-in closet 
I know initially I'm gonna have a small ass closet. So <laughs> I'm trying to like keep in my head. That's why that's one reason why I don't do the flopping. So I can like help myself to get rid of stuff too. Um, because that was one of the other things I, I just like I get so attached to things like, oh, I wore this to the Beyonce concert and I wore this to my graduation and you know, like I don't wanna throw those things away. So um yeah. Anyway, I I uh I I, I <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> I guess I guess it's the same as you. I, but I don't have a schedule. Like I don't have it written down or in my head either. To be honest, this day I'm gonna do this. This day I'm gonna do that. Like I just randomly okay, I'm gonna vacuum. I'm gonna wash down the wall. I'm gonna, like it just comes about whatever my eye goes on. Mm -hmm. I guess it goes back to I think I'm like talking too much, but <laughs> it just goes to like it's not a specific in this month or at this time, this is my spring thing. I, it's just something I do, do throughout the year. And sing, because I'm, I'm rambling. <laughs> so I was only about to ask you another question. I'm like, let's just go to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Um, we didn't answer the part of how do you go about it, but I assume yours will be music. Do you go through silence? Absolutely. Or I can't do it with silence. You know I gotta turn on my jam. Yeah. True. Depending on definitely. who I definitely today I was playing oldies this morning. Little Michael Jackson, little Shaka Khan, you know. Yeah, I feel like being a I feel like it it has to be feel like it has to be fun, not like a chore. It has to feel like an yeah. activity, not a chore. So I love having music on dancing around, scrubbing like <laughs> Like, like that <laughs> <laughs> opposed to just like dry like a podcast music something I can't have unless I'm folding clothes I can't have a tv on because then I get so distracted that's true and I'm like oh I missed it gotta rewind over yeah I only watch tv if I'm folding clothes I'm like mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah I can I can agree with that one I do the same thing what's the biggest challenge for you for spring cleaning or cleaning in general the biggest challenge I'm cleaning in general person Aside from wanting to do it, uh, <laughs> I would, for me, it's the the process of like letting things go. I've had, even when I was moving to New York and I had to go through the process, like everything can't come with me. What's mm. going to stay? What's going to go? So I had to literally separate my things. Like, do I really need you? When the last time I wore these shoes? Like, hmm, but will I be able to bring them back? And I'm like, dang, but I'm going to have a small closet space. So, like, literally having to go through the process of deciding, like, all right, these on the warm a couple times, I'm going to keep them. These, they, they're my favorite, but they kind of run into the ground now. I can get another pair. I can get rid of these. So, like, go, literally going through the process and deciding what I'm going to keep and what I'm going to let go of because I have a, and I realize I have a lot of clothes every time I wash. Because it seems like everything is fine when everything is in the dirty clothes. And then once I wash everything, it's like, I don't have any space for this. Where am I going to put it? So then it's like, all right, let me check to see, like, how long have I had this? Does it have any holes in it? Is it something I need to get fixed or is it something I can literally, like, just get rid of? Is it stained? Is it too small? Is it something I'm going to grow back into? Because also, since as of late, I've slimmed down a lot, a lot of my clothes don't fit. So it's also a matter of do I hold on to it with the hopes of being able to fit it again? Or do I just let it go and replace, like, see if I need to replace it based on what I still have in my closet? Um, and what I'm still able to fit, especially when it comes to pants, because uh, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. And then going down a, a side, it's like, yeah, I like a large t-shirt, but do I, should I go back down to a medium? But <laughs> like, 
it's just stuff like that. So especially when it comes to like t-shirts, I love my t-shirts. I'm a t-shirt whore. So <laughs> me trying to figure out if I'm gonna keep all these t-shirts and get rid of them. Yeah, that that process is the hardest for me. What to keep and what to let go. The cleaning itself is not a problem. I just gotta build up the energy. But the process of actually like going through everything, see what I want. It's not even necessarily about what's in season. I don't care about that. It's a matter of if am I going to wear it? When is the last time I wore it? Can I fit? <laughs> not really what's in season. I don't care about season. I don't wear what I want when I want to. <laughs> the cleaning up part is the easiest for me because um it's something that I enjoy doing but the letting go of things is hard because I've been in situations before where I tried the rule of have you worn this in two years are you really going to get it take it to a tailor are you really going to get back down to that size mm -hmm. or whatever so I put it in a, a bag to donate and then <clears throat> instead of it being donated the person decided to keep some of the things for themselves and then it's like in this situation I gave ideas like oh you can do this and that with the outfit and it's like dang why didn't I keep it like and I have regrets even like um some bags that I gave away and it's like dang why did I care about what other people think because I gave it away it was a laptop bag a Louis Vuitton laptop bag and I gave it away because I was like I don't know if it's a knockoff or not Mm -hmm. And I gave it away because of that, because I thought I cared about being judged for carrying, a, oh, the, the L and the V is upside down. Like, like I cared about what other people might think. So I was like, but then, and like afterwards, I was like, dang, I should never gave that away. I like that bag. Or I should never give away that garment. My mom bought me that and I, I cherished it and I like it. I just gave it away because it didn't fit mm -hmm. because I was trying to make new space. So now being older and finding myself in the, the space of, do I really want this? Or, you know, those situations. I take longer now to uh to get rid of things. And um, if I truly can't fit it, then I'll like, okay, let me give it away. Or if I, I know I ain't going to spend money, like how much money does it take to go to the tailor opposed to how much it costs? Is it really worth going right. to the tailor? Like I have to think a little bit more because I do like clothes. I, I do have a lot of clothes, but I don't see that as a fault because... I enjoy wearing right. clothes. Um, I enjoy like I don't know. I just like always like clothes and shoes and stuff. And that was the hardest thing for um, regarding shoes. You mentioned shoes. If it's uh, is it gonna is it worn and like all those questions for me. Um, a lot of my shoes weren't worn or tattered because I had so many <laughs> and like I and and a lot of them had the platform because I was buying them when I was in my twenties and yeah. when I was in college and that was, when, that was in style. But then after that, it went to no platforms is a style, like just the regular stiletto. And for so long, I was like, dang, I should get rid of these. But I kept them because I was like, I paid money for these and I like them. And now look, they're back in style again. And, um, I ain't seen her wear a wedge yet. The platform yet. I wish you said <laughs> I ain't there with a platform yet. <laughs> yeah, but I like I keep them I don't know. Like you you say that, but it's it's difficult now because a lot of going out happens in New York. Like where I was a student who wore shoes, high heel shoes on campus and like out to outings with my friends when I was in grad school. But since then, like I thought I would be the office lady with high heel shoes all the time, mm -hmm. but I don't have that type of job. I try to like match with my clients and match with my coworkers and we wear the social work shoes to work or like our Uggs and stuff to work. 
we don't walk around in our office with still if you walk around in my office with still on it's like you got a day after work like <laughs> why you got those on it's it it is weird even when i wore them maybe twice to work in the whole maybe four or five years that i've been working here it's like it felt weird it's not Today. It does not. Today. It does not go with that. And then you like walking around to your clients and got those heels on. It just. It's just weird. It, it. It's. It's weird to hear me saying it. But when you're in it, I'm sure my my social workers out there, therapists. If you're a therapist, if your style, if it's your style, go with your style of how you want to dress for work. No, it's specifically for my job. What I do now, I'm gonna say if I work in the office. And my clients came to me. That's different. But I'm going to people's houses. I'm driving all day. Like all this stuff. I'm not driving heels. I'm driving all day. I'm walking up people's apartment steps. Like all that stuff. No, I'm not wearing my my stilettos. But back to what we're talking about. You didn't answer my question. I said, do you drive in heels? You didn't even. Yeah. You do. I can't do that. Yeah. I've been driving. (laughs) I can't. But because of the work that I do. I don't feel comfortable wearing my shoes. Sometimes dresses, like if I know I'm going to see a couple or a male um, client for my protection, because I've had things said, not at this job, but at other jobs before I've had things said like about things. So we do be careful about what we wear to work. And it's just a lot that goes into it. So for that reason, I don't. But what I was getting to is a lot of my dates and activities and stuff like that don't happen in Jersey anymore. So I'm coming to New York. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how long I'm going to be walking with these shoes. One time I did do it, my feet was hurting so bad. So I did recently, thank you y'all, in April, I bought some more flat, fast flats. Say, put a fast flat Because they, they didn't fit. So I did I did buy my fast flats. So the last two dates or outings that I had, I was able to wear my heels. So they will be out, y'all. So pay attention. <laughs> yes, I will be wearing my heels again and buying more fast flats because it's so convenient. Anyway, uh, I forgot what the question was. We spent some time, some time on the hills. Um, it was the biggest challenge. Yeah, yeah, just like having a hold on things is the biggest challenge. But it does help, like getting rid of my favorite jeans that don't buckle. But I might think that I could lose weight, but I'm not really gonna lose weight. Let me get it. Buckle it go in the bag. It go, but it goes in a specific bag. Like I have. A bag. This is my bag for my little sis. This is my bag for the Salvation Army or something like that. Like I have, like I really, really love this, and I don't want to see it like worn the wrong way or mistreated or anything <laughs> like that. So let me get this to her. Or, or I just bought this and I only wore it once, or I didn't wear it at all. I'm gonna give it to her because I I hold on to stuff too. Like I'm a reseller. I'll never resell anything. Let me. I'm gonna give it to her, and then this stuff that okay she she might not want this to I don't need it or sometimes like I have um family friends and friends who they take they send things to Haiti or they send things to you know back home where their family is or things like that so I'll give it to them well I know that's gonna go somebody who could use it opposed to putting it in a dumpster thing and I don't know where that stuff goes sometimes they resell that stuff or whatever I don't know where it goes so I just rather like know that my my stuff that I once loved is gonna be loved. It's true. <laughs> I feel like I'm warm, warm, warm. So, um, what psychological benefits have you noticed with your own spring cleaning? For me, definitely mental mental health. I think mental and spiritual. Mental because I am creating a space 
that is less cluttered. So when it, my space is less cluttered, my mind is less cluttered. I don't feel like I'm in a claustrophobic a claustrophobic space. I feel like I've created new energy in my in my and space. Just... <laughs> it, it like it smells clean. It looks clean. If I had this, if I have the room, if I have the space, I will feng shui. I will flip my room. I've done that before. Um, like just changing the way that my furniture is arranged. I just don't have the space to do it. But if I did, I would definitely do that as well. Um, yeah, just creating like a space where I feel like I can breathe in that space, especially like being in and out of the house and just that exchange of energy that I bring into my space, just being able to clean it and feel like a fresh washing away of everything and having it feel and smell. This this is brand new, especially that's why I changed my comforter too. I changed like the the vibe and the color in my room as well. So I have like my seasonal comforters that I put put on my bed that also helps to bring in that new energy. My throw blankets, all of that. You make me but, feel like a basic BITC. Because <laughs> I I don't like color. Like I'll I'll look at other people's rooms and say, oh, this is so cute. But for me, I don't like color in my room. It just depends on your your vibe. I feel like I'm very like my vibe is white. I can't do white. I'll get it dirty. I cannot do white. I will. I will get white dirty. <laughs> I don't like. I like nothing. I, like I barely white. wear. I barely wear white pants or tops. Like I'll get it dirty. The only thing white I wear are shoes, and I very. I, I really like, like to do that. Yeah, like my sneakers. White sneakers. You wear white bra? No, I've never owned a white bra. I have no reason to have a white bra. <laughs> Where would I ever wear unless it's under like a a really thick material i see no reason unless i'm doing some sexy lingerie something i have no reason to be walking around with a white, white bra on <laughs> you will be able to see that white bra through my shirt black bra brown and black bras <laughs> and a purple one yeah so yeah I can't, I can't do white but yeah just just switching up the energy and then like what i also do too is i bring new things into my room like right now i have like what i call my affirmation wall so i probably might add something new to that as like a reward for myself for actually getting through and doing the cleaning that i said that i was going to do you know the like affirmation a, is a reward no the affirmation wall that i have in my room and buying another piece to go onto that wall oh i thought you write in a word about no, no, no. Was your <laughs> no she, she know what i'm talking about in my room no, I, I have no, I you, I different did, quotes i thought you meant like i'm gonna reward myself stay black and and stay proud. If that's what your the wall. frame says, if this what it says on the the frame. Oh, buying frame. something. Yes, buying something to right reward myself. No, buying something to reward myself for actually doing all of the cleaning and getting rid of the things that I'm supposed to get rid of. So my incentive is adding something to my beautiful affirmation wall. So yeah, that's what it's a it's mental and spiritual for me. Just being filling in a new space. I really wish I could feng shui. If any of my space is messy, whether it's my work desk, whether it's my the kitchen, my bedroom, my my car is really never a mess, but my trunk feels <laughs> <laughs> my mind feels a mess, which makes my life I internalize it as if my life is a mess. And I'm glad that I've learned what that feeling is because then I'm able to look around and say, Oh, I got laundry falling over like a waterfall. That's why I feel like that. Or my room is starting to look a mess or the dishes aren't clean or I got piles of paper on my desk. Maybe I should buy some more files, like, you know, things like that. Um, it really does help to not just clear my mind, but to 
uh, freshen up my life. Because mm. um, I was just, I, I really get to a point where I feel overwhelmed and like taken over. And I when I can't pin them on why, then I check my flow app and like, okay, it's not my period. What is it? Mm. It's my room. <laughs> it's my desk. Like, I'm a Virgo and that really matters to me. Like, I have to have things organized, like categorized. It really matters to me. Um, so that it it just throws me off. So it is a mental thing for me. Um, smells matter too. Oh my God, yesterday I got on a bus and got, <laughs> this guy was sitting on the, in the front of the bus and I like to sit in the front because at night it just feels safer for me mm-hmm. to sit in the front of the bus. And sometimes like the bus driver can't, quote unquote, can't see you getting off at the back. So I like to sit in the front so he can see me that I'm trying to get off. Anyway, the guy was sitting there. So I didn't want to sit by him because he felt like he kept staring at all the ladies. But I went to the back. It was so stank. So I had to just sit back in the front. <laughs> so it's like, I'd rather be stared at than have to, to smell this. So like, for me, I like to open up my windows. I keep it cracked. Uh, my house don't smell like that. And it's like, I like, like, it's it's all with like, not just smells, but like aura too, like your energy, yep. having guests in the house, having people that live with you, having their different things that they either took on the feeling at that time. Like you have to, for me, keep the window cracked to let all that energy make its way back out of the house once it comes in. Um, I like my crystals um, in my space. They make me feel happy. Even though lately I haven't been giving it sun, you know, like when the new one, I haven't been paying attention to that. But um my white linen linens I've had like in college I had a black white and pink comforter and I had a brown and pink one and I like that stuff but in this particular bedroom that I have I just feel like everything has to be white and it it makes me feel happy because it's like bright in my room like it brings joy I've been in rooms that are dark and for those it helps me sleep when I'm in those dark rooms but it doesn't like help me to wake up like how you said soft music in the morning Start your day and makes you feel fresh. I mean, oh sorry. Hype <laughs> music helps you like start your day. Like me, the sun shining through my window and bouncing off of my white linens and blanket and birds tripping. That that's probably why I like the white. That works for me on the weekend. I'll be up before the sun. So <laughs> bye out, hit play. Let's go. We gotta start our day. Uh uh. I- <laughs> I think I hit play on music before I check my phone. I really do. I'm like, all right, power, Spotify, play. You should just, it should be like a um alarm that I wish. Dude, you, I had a TV like that before. I don't know why they don't do them anymore, but you set your time. I mean, you set your TV, basically, it'll just turn on at a certain time. That would be good for you and wake you up. But I still would have to tell it to hit play. I wish it did it on this phone, on my old phone. I just had music wake me up. It should be like that wake me up. a system that says, Good morning, mom. Today is <laughs> Friday. Blah 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 blah. 555 a.m. <laughs> TV. Like an Apple smart home system. I'll be like, yeah, girl, go ahead and play that Tupac playlist. Let's go. And she's like, what did you say, mommy? You sound sleepy. Play that Tupac. <laughs> uh, I think what we didn't touch on um about like spring cleaning or clean cleanliness at all is um as an as an adult i'm paying attention to other people's cleanliness too mm. like uh every every person's house i 
take off my shoes. I try to take off my shoes, and I'm trying to get into a habit of uh, with my yoga my yoga socks. I carry them because you're bringing in one energy from outside into a new space, and then tracking germs with your shoes around people's homes. I feel the same way about clothes too. Like it's really important to clean off your sofa or things that people are touching because uh, people are putting outside air and all that stuff. Like it may sound OCD and like you know like that but that's how I really am like I like to when I walk into my home transition out of my clothes like how you say you shower off today mm -hmm. I like to come out of my clothes immediately and if I can't shower immediately then put on some house clothes yeah um so that I'm not like walking around touching my furniture with my stuff that I set on other people's couches or whatever on um yeah I don't know I'm just becoming like a little adult adult yeah now. I know I, when I was younger I used to I think it's just a weird habit of mine that I got this from my mother. Like going, I used to go to other people's houses and clean. Only people that I was uh, only people that I was close to though. Like I would just be like, okay, I see your your dishes ain't. I'm 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 in the kitchen. Oh, your bed not made. Okay, yeah. just I don't know why I used to do that. I honestly think I got it from my mother because we used to go over to other people's houses and that she would start doing that and, yeah. and it became a part of like what I did. But I only did it with people that were close to me. Like I can see that see like you need some help, so I'm gonna help you out while I'm here. And help you get this done. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was appreciated, but I was just like, I don't think this is something that I should be doing in someone else's space, which is why I only did it with people that I was close with, seeming as if they needed help. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, but I forget what age I started to ask because I know some people could be offended by that too. One particular person, they'd be like, oh no, go, go ahead and do it. But so I would like do it, but then like I had some friends of different cultures or whatever that they'll they don't like that. Like your guests don't no, don't touch anything. Even if I use a cup and I'm about to wash the cup, they'd be like, mm -hmm. No, no, please don't wash anything. So I always check in now. But before yeah. I be like, I'm not doing anything, you doing whatever, let me just help you. So I was the same way. I didn't make nobody bad though, but I did. That's all I do with people that I'm close to. Yeah. <laughs> Dishes, sleeping, <laughs> mopping, like stuff like that, but inside the bedroom. I guess too. I never really go inside people's bedrooms, like just the common space things that I will help, or like maybe a baby's room for family. <laughs> but I wouldn't go into the adult like adult quarters. I don't go into people's adult No, I was I was no adult quarters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else for our hot topic segment? That's it for me, babe. All right. So we're gonna leave the cat and move on over to dorm stories. Oh, she really loved that one, I guess. <laughs> here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the, what's the, what's the scenario? In today's dorm story segment, we are going to be reading 10 questions to ask yourself during spring cleaning coming from hercampus.com. So without further ado, we're going to just jump in to question number one. Oops, sorry. <laughs> the damn, <laughs> damn Moroccan. I really didn't mean it this time. I was trying not to have a Moroccan incident. So the first question is, what area adds the most stress? Something to think about. Second question is, how can I make this area more suitable for my needs? So when you're thinking about the area, you're thinking about literally like the room the kitchen the bathroom bedroom like that's garage for some people but also the space within that space too so like the right corner of my bedroom or 
this part of the kitchen, it could be that too, right? Like that space, not just the room. Yeah, but I'm based off what it says on the article, it's just saying like it's impossible to declutter your whole house in one day to start thinking oh. of this as a long term project and prioritize the areas that are most prevalent in your life. My bad. I was thinking about like how could I reorganize this corner? So just take one room and then you can break that down into pieces. So I guess that can be, how can I make this area more suitable for my needs? So you you pick a space and you figure out how can I make this more suitable for my needs? Like how I was saying earlier about feng shuiing, like I I really, really want to do that, but I just don't have the space, but just figure out like how you want to reconfigure the, um, the space that you're, that you're starting with, whatever it may be that you want to do your real deep clean in um let's see once you pick the area in which you want to start decluttering ask yourself how to make this area more beneficial for you keep in mind why you use that space and imagine the best and most effective way you can organize it this area is your personal space and you need to take advantage of that so especially like for people that may have an office like that could be also a space that you want to put your focus on especially if you're not looking to spring clean the whole house you might want to just spring clean on one area that you have it also sounds like um, it's good to come in with a plan too mm-hmm. and not randomly do, do things. I'm thinking specifically, I mean, shoot, people who flip their apartments all the time, people who have a space and they're like, okay, I want to change this um, into, I'm thinking of a garage or like an extra room mm-hmm. into a, um, a gym space, put a Peloton or something like that. But you might want to plan out that you want to put mats on the floor or right. put a TV right here. That takes planning because you have to order those things and then say, okay, we need to be able to strip the floor clean or whatever that stuff first um also like his and her uh what her and her his and his uh, <laughs> office space like if me and mommy live together and we have two bed i mean three bedrooms because we right. sleep in the same room and we want to we want to change one of them to a common office space who's going to sit on what side right. or what kind of lighting do we want in here like planning it out opposed to you know it sounds like more than cleaning, but yeah. resetting the room mm-hmm. too. Question three, what do I never wear slash use? Let yourself part with the things that have not been used. Don't hold on to them mm-hmm. thinking that one day they will, because we both know that in a few days, they will be back where you last <laughs> <did> them. <laughs> you know, I think with that, the thing that may help me too is thinking about style. Like yeah. I've been holding on for some things because... I love it or the memory that it brings back for me or it will help me get to that body size that I want to be. But it, when I get to that size, if ever, is that one still being in style? And I, do, I am a person who try to keep up with like mm-hmm. what's in style. Yeah, that's why I say I don't even, that's like, if I can fit it and I like it, I'm going to keep it. And then but I can't fit it, I'm just trying to say it. Right. <laughs> and go ahead and put that in the bottom. Right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's something that I can fit and I love it for sure, I'm keeping yeah. it. But if it's something that I can't fit and I'm holding on to it just because I'm hoping I can fit it like the way I want to, then I may as well chuck it. You, you should. You should. Keyword should. <laughs> Question four. Have I ever used this item in the past year? Now, it says letting go of items is challenging. There's no denying that. But if you have not taken the time to use this item in the past year, there is a high chance that you will continue to not using the object. You need to become aware that you will learn to let things go and realize you need to set standards for the things you allow in your life. I like that, setting standards for the things that you allow in your life. Mm -hmm. If I haven't used it in the past year, it's got to go BYE. Yeah. So I'm really happy to like 
dive deep into it. Not, I can't, well, technically you can't say past year because last spring I did wear this last spring and if it fits and I like it, I'm going to keep it. So technically that is still a year. But you liked it and you want to keep it. It's things that you haven't. But I'm just saying, I was thinking, I was thinking in terms of past year. So I'm like, yes, last spring is still technically last year. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I can keep those things. I I have someone who told me that their rule was two years. I Mm -hmm. think that's better in the last two years. I don't know if I can still fit things from two years ago. <laughs> if I, if I probably, I, I probably could fit do. a good amount of stuff from two years ago. Okay, number five. Is this item similar to a different item I use more? That's a good one. If you find yourself knowing that you use the other item more frequently, then it is time to let go of the item in question. Trust me, you do not need to own four plain black t-shirts. I mean, I, do. <laughs> I think I do because one might be in a dirty clothes and I want to wear another black t-shirt. <laughs> the thing for me was... Especially if it's in good condition. The thing for me was more, not clothes particularly, but accessories. Like mm-hmm. there was one point where I had maybe like five iPhone cases for the same type of phone. And then I had over five, six, seven wallets, like all these... In- at one point, I was changing it, but mm-hmm. now the older I get, like you don't change it. As I don't often. change it as often. So, do I really need all these Hello Kitty wallets? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't even have this iPhone six anymore. I don't need this case. Like just getting yeah. rid of things like that. Um, dusters, which like the sweaters, the big sweaters, and mm-hmm. stuff. Where like I just get got rid of. I put it in the bag to get rid of. It ain't in nobody else's hands yet. But I'm I'm finally getting rid of that because it's nice. I, I love it. It's comfortable. But I've not worn that in probably five, six, seven years. What size is it? Probably a medium. Let me see. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's like a it's nice gold. She's saying she wanted to go into the can. Somebody that's going to love it. Yeah. Like, oh, I love clothes. So let I'm me see if I can fit that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so I'm not, like with these questions, some of it is particular to some things, but a lot of it could be not just like your clothes. It could be something like even socks. Yeah, like these socks soggy. Like you could buy right. Them they socks. they busted and disgusted. Yeah, like you it may not have a, it may not have a hole in it, but I can tell you why. Yeah, more than ten times. It's like, time for some new socks. Or exactly. that expensive. Yeah, like panties or different things that you that you have. I started like, throwing those out too. Yeah, like nice. as you're buying new stuff, you can get rid of the oldest mm-hmm. one that's in your drawer to exactly. make space. Like, oh, why do you need? You don't. You shouldn't need more than one drawer. Of the right. All right. Question number six. Does this item have a home? Every item in your home should have a place to showcase it or store it. If you are working in a stressful area, ask yourself, why does this cause stress in your life? Narrow it down to a reason. And if the reason is that there are too many items, then find a home for each piece. The thing is, they have a home. It's the chair that's in your room. <laughs> but... <laughs> That chair was purchased so that you can have a, a space My to sit. Not store your clothes. Not store your clothes. So now you're losing the use of that chair because you're putting extra clothes on. That, that's not the home. That's where it's sitting while it's waiting for a home. That's vacation. We <laughs> need to come off vacation and get back to the home. Right. Yeah. Every item should have a home, which is why a part of spring cleaning is me seeing what I can't fit and can't, what I can and can't fit and what's old and what's good enough to keep because I can't fit everything in my drawers and I'm just like all right let me let me really go through these items and see what I'm gonna keep what I'm gonna get rid of because everything's not fitting in the drawer anymore yeah. <laughs> some of this stuff gotta go another thing that doesn't have a home for me that I'm thinking is um keepsake items so my mom was big into like making albums for the family or like keeping my uh 
picture I drew when I was in pre-K and a certificate of a perfect attendance from every grade. And it's like, do I really need these? Like this Wait, year, so your mom's not holding on to them. She gave them to you? She was holding on them for, ye- for years and then she finally gave it to me. Like, oh, do you want this? And it's cool to see as an adult, like, oh, this was my little birth hospital thing bracelet that I wore. My, my mom wore this one and stuff. Or, oh, I was always, I had good grades or I was best this or that. But I don't need to keep this. Like, I can. Why your mom to give it to you? My, I mean, my mom did the same thing, but she had it. She literally had a file cabinet with each of our names on it, with all of our things in it. You could go through year by year. You could find report cards, you could find artwork, you could find whatever we've done. <laughs> she has a file cabinet of, for days yeah. <laughs> that you could just go through and sift through it. Well, she in a box. Like, I, I think she still got our teeth too, not gonna lie. <laughs> our well, baby teeth, she kept it in a little jar. So my mom and your mom did things differently, but for some things, my mom gave it to me. So like, I know like, some report cards and stuff. If she comes across things, she'll ask me if I want it. Some stuff she'll take back, like my picture of me and my brother. She's like, why you got that? That's mine. But I'm like, mom gave it to me. But anyway, like those things, pictures and like the bracelets, I definitely want to keep those. But some of the perfect attendance things, like in my report card, I don't need to, honestly, I don't need that. Like, but some teachers would write like specific notes about me. That's more daring than to see like, a, B, C, like those things, but like a specific note of like unique, duh, 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 like something really great. I'll keep that. So I want to work to get albums or a keepsake box to hold those memories. A scrapbook. Yeah, a, not just a scrapbook though. A scrapbook for that, but I'm talking about a photo album because remember I printed all those pictures. Oh yeah, and yeah. That, yeah. They don't have a home. They're on the floor <laughs> next to the left side of my bed. <laughs> Sitting there inside the Shutterfly folder that it came in, and I told myself I was gonna get a photo album to start like keeping my memories because I want to one day like have people come over and look through that, and not like oh let me see that picture and have my phone. I feel like we need to get out of those. So yeah, those things don't have a home right now. I need to figure that out. Number seven, are you unsure of the importance of this item? Sometimes we cannot make a decision right there, and then if an item has real and uh, let me say it again. Sometimes we cannot make a decision right there and then if an item has real importance. It is recommended that you seriously cannot decide whether or not an item is important or worth keeping, then put it in a box. Label this box as the maybe pile and store it in a place that will not be in your way and come back to it in six months. See how you feel it and see how you feel in six months. It's a long time. I mean, it is, but just make a note to go back to that season. box. A whole nother season. A whole nother season. Go back to that box in six months and see how you feel about the item that you weren't sure about. By then, you might be like, why did I even keep this? <laughs> so that's a, um, a good tip. Number eight question is, will I regret letting this go? We all have items that have sentimental feelings attached to it, whether the item was given to you as a present from your ex or hold fun memories from the summer you are not ready to let go. Think of think to yourself, would you regret making this go or would it take some stress off of you? Think or would you even remember it? Right, would you remember even letting it go? I know I had some things from the past that I was just like, just even based on the person that gave it to me, I was like, I don't need to hold on to this. This can, this can definitely go. But them shoes, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I got rid of the shoes, too. Any more tips? We have two more questions to go. We have 10. Oh, questions. I thought it was tips. Sorry. Number nine. Do I feel obligated to keep this? Sometimes the sentimental value we place in our lives is because we feel obligated to. Yeah. 
<laughs> but these items do not need or have a purpose. Uh, but these items you may not need or have a purpose for them because they have been stored in the attic for two months or so. Like so, it's like even like the items that were in that box for six months, you go back to them and then realize I actually don't feel obligated to keep this thing. So I feel like a combination of those two questions to ask yourself mm -hmm. if you're not sure whether they let go of it or not put it in that box if you feel obligated six months later i think the obligation can come i'm thinking about family or like people in your life too like i'm keeping this picture because my client gave it to me or i'm keeping this drawn because my goddaughter gave it to me or i'm keeping this heirloom object because my great great aunt gave it to me and her great great grandma gave it to her like it's something passed down so i feel like i can't get rid of it because I'm carrying something that was sentimental in, in a certain type of way. So I think, like, it was hard for me. I don't know if I still have it or not. But I, every time I keep picking up this T-shirt that I purchased for my nephew because he was doing, like, tie-dye, mm -hmm. I really wear this shirt. <laughs> but I'm like, he made this shirt, and it fits, but I don't wear it. Yeah. Like, does that fit into the rules? I, that's one of my shirts that I just keep putting back because I'm like... He made it for you. He made it for me, yeah. yeah and I, that's a cool shirt. Just, I just don't wear it. I actually have a keepsake box of like, or like just a bunch of random things that people gave me. A cards of like notes, pictures, birthday cards, um, like little knickknacks and things. Mm -hmm. I have a keepsake box for that. Um, and I just add to it continuously. Like I still have my lanyard from the film festival from college. Like a bunch of stuff from college is in there. My... Paul card is in that box like just literally a keepsake box with memories that I have from things that um from certain events that I went to that I want to remember over the years on mm -hmm. um, ticket stuff that I still have I literally just have a box of the most random things but they they make me happy which is why I keep the box and when I'm feeling a certain type of way sometimes I can just sift through that box and be like oh I remember that oh I'm so happy I still kept that so if you don't already have one and you have some things that need a home, make a keepsake box. That would yes. be a good thing to, to add. I have two. I had one when I was younger. My mom my mom bought me these boxes. They're like, one is pink with stripes and one is blue with stripes. And one box was like my Sweet 16 box. So I had um, all the little roses that I gave out, the pictures from my Sweet 16 that didn't go into the scrapbook, uh, my flowers, the pillow that I carried, that my shoe was carried on, like all the little knickknack stuff from my Sweet 16. But then when I went through, I was like, I don't need two roses. I don't need, you know, I, yeah. I cut it down because I had every single thing that was left over from my party in there. And then I found duplicate pictures. I didn't need, you know, I, I mm -hmm. butted it down. So then now that Sweet 16 box is also um, my, uh, the thing that you wear on graduation day, like the Kente cloth thing is in there. Um, pictures from camp, like memories of different parts of my childhood is all in that box. And then I turned the other box into my shop glass box. First. <laughs> I like to keep shy glasses and when people found out that like everywhere I went I went to collect shot glasses they started getting them for me so I have over 40 shot glasses so I keep them in my I don't use them I just like to keep yeah them. so that's my shot glass box yeah so yeah I, I have a box so I think it's cool you'll keep everything organized and then closing it out with the last question does this item spark joy yes um, if, if anybody's ever seen Tidying Up with Marie Kondo on Netflix, then you know exactly where this term comes from. But just to give you a little bit more, it's basically going through your things and deciding if this item makes me happy. <laughs> there is no reason to let go. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong line. If the item sparks your joy, they are fulfilling a purpose by, it is fulfilling a purpose by being in your home. Then they are doing precisely what it's supposed to do. There is no reason to let go of those items. 
but often some things are meaningless, invaluable, or taking up space that does not spark joy for us because of that. Those are the items to let go of during your spring cleaning filled with decluttering. So just figuring out if whether or not this item makes makes me happy. Is there a point to me keeping this thing, whether it's something you want to put in the keepsake box or put in that box that you want to come back to in six months and really decide whether or not it's something you want to keep or something you decide on the spot. Like, I definitely don't need this, especially since I have three. I can get rid of two. So going down the line and deciding how you want to declutter for your spring cleaning, if there are some tips or things that you enjoy doing during your spring cleaning, let us know. Put it down in the comments. You know, let's keep this conversation going. I'm sure everybody does some things differently and focus on different things when it comes to spring cleaning. Maybe you just worry about cleaning the walls, windows, and baseboards. <laughs> but whatever it is that you do, we would love to know and let us know if any of these tips sparked an interest for you. Alrighty? So, with that being said, we are now going to head on over into the announcement. <laughs> it's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. Yes. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of True Carpet, mm-hmm. hosted by your best friends, Yaskis and Moni. Yes, and shout out to everybody who's been calling Moni Mimi. Please You're stop. The best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to let this thing become a thing, okay? Like what? I like this. <laughs> okay, so our first announcement is our question of the month for this month has been, if you were a cocktail, which would you be and why? Let us know if you want to make up your own cocktail. If you like a signature cocktail, drop it down in the comments below mm-hmm. on Spotify, YouTube, or Instagram, or Facebook. Yeah, yes. let, us let us know. Let us know what to, what you mix together to make a you. Okay? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and our next announcement is... Oh, goodness. All, speaking of adding comments, reviews can also be added on all platforms. So if you are commenting on our videos, commenting on our posts on Instagram or Facebook or on Spotify, letting us know what you think about the podcast, please leave us a review and let us know what you think. Us hearing from you is very, very important to us and we very much appreciate it. So when you feel inclined to do so, just let us know how you are feeling about Love Loud and the things that we are doing. Are we sparking joy in you, okay? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Speaking of spring cleaning, speaking of our last episode about mental health and sex therapy and depression and all these things, we are now in Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes. So shout out to all the therapists out there, social workers, counselors, all my friends. (laughs) <laughs> all the people that went to school with me, shout out to us, y'all. This about us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, mental health therapists unite. <laughs> yes, and speaking of this whole entire episode, Mental Health Awareness Month is the perfect time to jump into some spring cleaning and decluttering your mind. Even if it's not you physically cleaning, what are some ways that you think that you can mentally declutter? Bring your mind. Don't be so shy. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So that, that could be something that you do, a coping skill. Yes. You can go riding a bike outside. You can go skate. Nice. You can speak to a therapist. You can find a friend that you can speak with. You can have some me time. Sit on the left side mm-hmm. of your bed with the comforter on, phone in hand, TV on, you know, to play your mind. That all, oh, whatever, how you see. Right. Or blast music as soon as you get up in the morning to start your day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Twerking in a circle. Twerking in a circle. Whatever at 5 a.m. Yes. Whatever helps your mental health. Shoot. <laughs> 
it's do five o'clock somewhere. Do what you need to do for you, boo. Yes. My last announcement is the fact that last episode we were confidently wrong in Mother's Day being made. <laughs> it was actually this past Monday. I was following Which is May 14th. Don't ask us how we ended up saying May 8th. No clue, no nowhere, no how. But anyway, we're going to do it once again and give a shout out to our Mama. loving mothers. Mama, you know I love you. All right, so <laughs> that being said, shout out to our mothers, mothers they have just had. Ooh, and an extra special shout out to my mama because her birthday just passed and she just graduated. Boom, bada, bing, bada, pack. I'm so proud of you, girl. Shoot, superwoman out there. That's a super mama right there. Love you. <laughs> this episode of Truth Carpet. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Truth Carpet with your besties, Yaskis, and Moni. Season four, episode seven is now a wrap. Yes. And we'll be back in your ears in two weeks. Two weeks. Stay black. Stay proud. Yes. And stay our bestie. That too. <laughs>